Hello and welcome to the Stumbling Through Podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts as always, Antonio and Kaylin. On this week's episode, we talk about the most recent recall and assorted other topics, such as the iCarly reboot and how we rank the different Spider-Mans. With that, let's kick off the episode and we hope you enjoy. picks up noise to use your error i can really hear anything. have you guys ever seen the matrix no same and that was the end of that question anyone <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the matrix that's funny um no i haven't i don't think i have you know what movie i started watching the other day randomly didn't finish it but got probably halfway through it what school of rock I forgot how funny Love that movie that is. Movie. Oh, dude, I don't even remember like a single scene from it, so I should probably it's go on back Netflix. to it. Oh, is dude, it really? It's fire. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Stop. See, that's the part that I know. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove singing. That was funny. You kind of sounded like her, Kalen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you guys feel about the uh, the iCarly reboot, huh? Haven't watched it. Probably <laughs> trash. OGI Carly. I, I respect. Are we gonna start this opening with this podcast? Because right. <laughs> this is a great question. All right, wait. <laughs> okay, I'll do a quick little intro. Uh, hello and welcome back to Stumbling Through Episode Twenty. Uh, this week we're just kind of discussing current events and honestly, just kind of going. Just kind of going, going with, the, with flow the flow and seeing, yep. you know, we're what we think up. up. Yeah. And I feel like we're still kind of finding our footing in terms of like what we want this podcast to be. <laughs> yeah, that's totally okay. <laughs> Anyone, any of you five that jumped on my Instagram live on Saturday. Thank you. I love you. Um, y'all are real ones. I think I can list off every person that it was. It was Aaron. Uh, my friend Daniel, Kaylin, Cash, Becky, and someone else. I can't remember the fifth. Maybe there were, no, maybe there are only four people. There may have only been four. <laughs> you say, you say Kaylin, but I, other Kaylin. Cash yeah, is Cash. Kaylin. Cash. Okay. Because I was definitely, I remember I saw your text in the morning. It was like 2 a.m. When I, cause of my time. And I was like, what oh, the did I... fuck is this? No, you didn't wake me up. <laughs> okay. You didn't good. wake me up. I leave okay. my phone on do not disturb knowing that my American friends are out texting me. <laughs> cool. Knowing okay, that it's 2 sure. a.m. <laughs> I am at. Well, to those who join that live and to those who just listen to our podcast every week. Well, maybe not every week, but when we <laughs> upload. Um, thank you for joining us on this adventure. And we appreciate it. And it keeps you on your toes, you know? So Yeah, we keep the people wanting more. When, exactly. we, when we're not consistent, we're like yeah. mysterious. Ooh, when are they gonna upload? When's and the next what one? Are we gonna out? upload? <laughs> yeah, Who what? knows? <laughs> we don't even know half the time, so I I like I like current events. I think current events is fun. I think it's a yeah. good way to go. And then, it's a perspective thing. We yeah. all have yeah. opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's very back. It, Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to just say, to preface this episode, we will be talking about current events, but 
um, I was telling Robert and Kaylin that I don't really form... Uh, it depends. Certain topics, I have factual information that I can give out. Most current events, though, I am very opinion-based, so it's just kind of what I feel. My perspective, so... Agreed. But, Kaylin, you are saying something? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, I... No, 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 I cut you off, and that was a really good point that you brought up. I just wanted to talk about the iCarly reboot, so... Oh. But, you know, bouncing <laughs> off of what you said. I know some facts. I know a lot of facts, but about I'm also very About the iCarly reboot? <laughs> no, just in, in general, general about what we're talking about. Damn. So, I, I think... 20 episodes in everyone knows that i'm kind of already opinionative from listening to us talk so just putting that out there i know a lot of facts but i also will state my opinion and proudly yeah now back to icarly yeah so (laughs) icarly reboot huh (laughs) what do we think about it (laughs) did anyone watch it when they were younger yeah yeah of course hell yeah dude i always looked forward to did you watch it when you were younger Oh, yeah. I loved iCarly. I had the biggest crush on Freddy until he, I realized he was, like, 5'5". Five, five. Uh, you know <laughs> what? what? Shout out to our short kings out there. <laughs> what was the last episode? Like, what did it consist of? Because I don't even... I know I watched it as a kid, but I don't the remember... The last episode? Yeah. Carly moves, Carly moves out of Seattle because her dad asked her to move with him and travel oh, to, like, yeah, Italy or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And study in Italy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then so she moves and leaves the apartment and everyone... It's, it's so sad to think about. Damn, I gotta rewatch that somewhere, dude. Here's a good current event topic. I didn't really watch the show, <laughs> but did you guys see the Blue's Clues video of that Nickelodeon posted? Steve? Of the guy... Yeah, of Steve. I didn't watch the show, but... Oh, um, yeah. I just yeah. saw pictures. Broke my heart. What was that, what was oh, that about? It, was it... I, I will tell you. I will tell you. Kalen has so, all the facts. See, see? This, this is the part where I know the facts. Yes. So, Blue's Clues. First of all, Blue is a girl. Blue is a girl. Oh, shit. If you guys did not know that, did they I'm fucked up. fact checking you right now. Blue is a girl. Second, Steve was the original Blue's Clues actor. But as he aged, he lost a lot of hair. And it started becoming really aggressive so he started wearing a baseball cap but it was becoming so noticeable that he ended up leaving the show but when he left the show it was very very abrupt like he's like oh i'm just going to college here's my brother bye so he left us with absolutely just like no it it was just like a very fast ending for him then there was a hoax that came out that he actually died in a car accident I remember that clearly. Oh my gosh. I remember reading that at my grandma's house, like, oh my gosh, Steve from Blue's Clues died. That's why he left. Jesus no. Because he literally had an ending. Anyway, um, or that he was like addicted to heroin. That's actually like really sad that that was even a rumor, too. But he ended up just leaving because of his hair loss. So then Nickelodeon posted the video from like however many years later. I don't know how many years it's been. But, um,. He I mean, it's was been like, like 20 TV? something, like 24 years later or something like that. Damn. 22. I yeah. have no idea, one. but I just know that he ended up apologizing. Not apologizing. In a sense, he was like oh. apologizing, but it was like basically like giving us like closure because he was like, I'm really proud of you and like I've been watching you and like you've done really well. You should be proud of yourself. Like, um, 
and like he grew up from us and like he remembers all of us so that though like when i watched it i got pretty emotional because i was like this is the closure that i needed (laughs) even though i was really young like he literally left the show and that's when i stopped watching the show yeah so damn that's dope dude yeah so nickelodeon brought him back right or was it just his own like little video that he created no nickelodeon posted like the anniversary of blues clues video and he was the one that and he's still wearing his hat oh love him damn yeah yeah that was all over social media last week or the week before that must feel like shit though to have people spread rumors that you died in a horrible car crash or that you were a heroin addict (laughs) dude for sure that shit's not even cool like that's not even funny oh man but I Carly read it though. I've only seen uh, clips of it, and uh, I guess there's a lot of weird uh, sexual uh, innuendos with like Freddie and Carly, which is very weird. Very weird and kind of ruins show, the. Right? No. No, it's no, not. It's an yeah. adults kind of show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm for sure not watching that. It's still so odd but though, dude. Yeah. The thing, the thing for me is like, I okay. So fact. Uh, the person that played Sam did not go back for like mental health reasons yeah. and she like wasn't happy during her time on iCarly so that's why she didn't go back to the reboot which to me like she was the main character she was the main character so I don't I don't think it's gonna be as fun yeah. without her yeah. you know but I'm like a memory hoarder like I reminisce on stuff like that so no she was definitely like the sickest character and she's also like as an actual person like she has her own podcast and stuff and it's so interesting and she goes in depth about like how hollywood is and how it destroys child actors and shit like that but yeah yeah it's just so weird that they brought it back i feel like i don't know why i feel like they read the room kind of wrong you know i don't think that it was uh did anyone really want it back is my question because i have no desire to watch it yeah i used to watch iCarly all the time but i don't see what the point of like bringing it back is especially if you're not going to bring back the whole previous cast or even one of like the main characters yeah i don't really see the point in it it's almost like the full house reboot like fuller house yeah didn't that do like shit numbers and get canceled that shit was whack i think so no that shit was whack yeah, yeah I, in my opinion, it's along the same lines as that. I don't think it's going to be terrible, but no one wants to hear, like, Freddie and Carly trying to, you know? Yeah, I don't understand this weird yeah. trend, though, of, like, Hollywood bringing, trying to reboot, like, all these shows. And I think there's something about, like, playing with our sentimentality, you know? And Yeah, I, I but then, like, like, it just becomes cheesy because sitcoms yeah. back then, they were allowed to be cheesy. Like, they were allowed to be. Oh, for sure, yeah. But now it's, like, tacky to where, like, technology is so good. Like, we should not have this type of issue going on. Like, Fuller House was so tacky compared to Full House. Like, Full House was, like, funny and cute and family-oriented and, like, the ha-has in the background. But it's also, it was, like, bad quality, which I love. But then now, like, the Fuller House was, like, a Disney Channel show. Like, it was, like, whatever. This does not appeal to me. It's like we went from a time of feeling just surface level emotions of the show needing to be funny based off of the actors acting or the dialogue between characters to shows where the cinematography is so real that it feels like you're being placed into it versus just like reacting to something 
Yeah. In a sense. And yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. we just, yeah, I don't think that it can be made the way that, like, TV won't ever be what it once was, Mm-mm. which, whether that's a good thing, bad thing, I don't know. But I think leave the old shows in the past, and if we want to watch them, we'll rewatch them. So yeah. That's my thought on it. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. little niche group was like requesting an iCarly reboot but <laughs> i know you were on on per- 4chan and yeah sorry i was one of the leaders of the forums actually so i was on there every day but <laughs> you're a moderator uh, on there <laughs> on the bring iCarly back reddit page <laughs> God. Oh, man. so let's get into some serious stuff yeah first of all what the fuck california <laughs> yeah that's let's talk about it I was what the uh, fuck is small? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. God, this is the difficulty of being over Zoom. It's like delayed just barely, so we always cut each other I off. I know, my internet's bad here too. No, I was just saying that like with the Newsom stuff, uh, I was reading this article and they said that it cost over, wow, well, <laughs> oh, nearly either, half a billion dollars. Yeah, I was going to say it was like $300 million or something like that. Which is crazy. Which is like okay let's put that money out here for a fucking recall but like let's not do it for the environment let's not do it for the homelessness crisis let's not do it for anything else that california truly needs yeah i i oh my gosh well i voted from korea everybody so by the way i am a great united (laughs) states citizen voted all the way from south korea but what a waste of money and what a waste of time personally i do not care for gavin newsom do not care for him. He's done some very questionable things. However, I think the way that any governor handled coronavirus, I think California handled it the best because we have the greatest population almost in lower numbers than some yeah. of the states with lower populations than us. So no, questionable things, though. Like, he should not have gone out to the wine cellar when pandemic was at the peak. Like, he should not have thrown his little family dinner party because that was not fair to the people. He should not have shut down so many small businesses during the times of economic crisis. Even those for Corona, there could have been a lot of things that could have changed. However, <laughs> the recall was a waste of time, and I voted for a better environment, protection for our immigrant workers and for our undocumented students, and for like women's rights and like health health protection for the yeah. people. Oh, I fucking, oh my gosh, that just gave me a headache. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I'm looking at poll results from CNN, and it's showing that Orange County specifically voted 52.6% no, 47.4% yes. And we've been kind of the laughing stock of like the nation when it comes to like COVID specifically and people's reactions to it. So it's funny to see that. A majority of people here in Orange County, like specifically the fact that there's Huntington Beach and like Newport Beach here, um, that voted no on the recall. So it's kind of like a fuck you to those people. Which, dude, yeah, you know, I'm surprised. Like, I totally thought I'm o- mad about. So, dude, I thought you were gonna say that like OC was like leading in, you know, yeses <laughs> on the recall were. and like. <laughs> no, that that's like what I thought, but I, yeah. you know, what's yeah. what's funny is I think initially people i wasn't huge on feeling like i needed to vote i thought it was going to kind of be a landslide and i wouldn't really have to worry about it but i think the more i heard like podcasts that i was listening to or just like news outlets say that the yes 
like the minority voter in this case of people who are voting yes for the recall are going to be coming out in such large numbers, much like the 2016 election. I think that compelled me more to want to place my ballot and like get my vote in because we saw right. it once with the presidential election yeah. swaying the complete opposite way of what it was projected as. And then we end up with four years of what we had. And yeah, it's just, I think this time around, people took voting a lot more serious and made it more of a priority in their minds. So yeah, props to right. California, props to everyone that voted, whether your opinion uh, falls in line with what we believe or how we feel or not. Um, it's your right. It's your civic duty, as some people say. I don't know if that's really how I feel, but yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Now, I don't understand why they thought that, like, Larry Elder would have, like, all the solutions and almost create this, like, Republican renaissance type of era uh, in such a largely, like, <laughs> blue state. Like, I, I don't understand what they really expected to do there, but... Right. But well, God. what... What makes me so mad is the fact that, like, how would anyone handle 52 million people in one state, like, during a global pandemic, during a time of economic crisis, during a time of social and cultural crisis, you know? We dealt with BLM. Like, I literally worked through a White Lives Matter rally in downtown Huntington Beach. Like, how would anyone handle that? Like, given... I think all politicians fucking suck. Oh, for Every sure. single one of them. No yeah. politician is a good politician, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, besides the Fab Four, I think I can give them a lot of credit. Like, AOC. Like, I can give them some credit, because they're actually, like, normal people. But, like, I personally think that, like, any governor that could have handled so many people is doing their best. And the fact that we have lower numbers now is means something. Again, the whole business aspect with my family owning a small business, I could completely agree. Like, there are some things that he should have done differently. But, like, that can be said about literally everything. That can be said about how, what time you went to go get groceries. Like, you know, like, you're handling 52 million people. Of course not everyone's going to agree. The recall was fucking stupid. I respect anyone's opinion on this podcast and like people that listen but this recall was stupid and we all have to know that that like this was such a waste of money like we're we're getting taxed for it yeah like we're the ones that have to pay for it in our taxes so like yeah i'm fucking pissed like and i have to pay double taxes because i work here and i have to pay there still (laughs) so like i'm fucking pissed so there's that anyway antonio you were gonna say something i was gonna bring up you wanted to actually Maybe I'll I'll use this as a segue into our next topic. Mm. So, Robert, do you have any thoughts on the on the recall election or anything? I mean, nothing else besides like like yeah, this was such a a weird time in our lives, and it should have been a time for us to kind of rest and recuperate and like try to get the state back into the swing of things. And then the recall happened, and I mean, now we're dealing now he has to deal with you know a drought. Um, fires just the homeless issues yeah fires mm-hmm. uh just all these other issues and he could have been doing all that if he could have just had the time to focus in on these issues instead of focusing on the recall but yeah yeah great well kaylin you brought up aoc the met gala was this past weekend question mark sunday was mm, it on sunday yeah past did you say past week i don't yeah, know what day it is week. anymore <laughs> 
It is currently Wednesday, 6.53 p.m. Uh, no- or November. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to me. September 15, 2021. But mm, the Met the Gala was this this past week and aoc wore a very um talked about dress that said tax the rich on the back of it Mm. we wanted to talk about outfits but i think that was like a huge topic online so i want to hear some thoughts about it didn't people think it was cheesy right what was that go for it wait robert what did you say oh no i was just saying didn't People think it was kind of cheesy because of, like, the cost of the Met Gala, the cost of the dress, the cost of the tickets, and, like, like it was just kind of silly. It was corny, but yeah. I'm about to tell I'm about to spit some facts. Spit them. Let me tell you. <laughs> First of all, let me just state my opinion. Dress was corny. She, there are a lot of ways that, like, the Met Gala, the whole, okay, but let me tell you guys, the whole point of the Met Gala what in this is sense. The, and like, yeah, what is the Met Gala? What do they do at the Met Gala? So it's like a very formal event. I actually ended up, hold on, I had like had a history of the Met Gala. Like I actually like read about it just because yeah. me too. I was like, what in the world is like going on with this Met Gala especially? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the, oh my gosh, I don't even want to guide you wrong. I just know they it's, always it's, show up in like extravagant ass outfits. It's um, like... Okay, this is straight from Wikipedia, pretty much as credible as our facts that we spit on here. Perfect. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Met Gala, formerly, call- formerly called the Costume Institute Gala, is and is also known as the Met Ball, is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institution in New York City. Oh. It marks the opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit each year. It- each year's event celebrates a theme of that year's Costume Institute exhibition. The exhibition sets a tone for the formal dress of the night, since guests are expected to choose their fashion to match the theme of the exhibit. It was established in 1948 as a way to raise money for the newly founded Costume Institute and mark the opening of its annual exhibit, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Pretty much a fundraiser yeah. night. That it grew out yeah, of so- that to be this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I remember the name Eleanor Lambert, and she, like, started the um, benefit, the Met Costume Institution, Institute. So, the costume, it has to do with, like, picking best designers and, like, all the fashion designers coming together for creativity to meet the theme, um, while also fundraising, because a table is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, getting a ticket and a table are very expensive, um, but then... Just like, like 30k based. or something, right? Yeah. But so, in really and quick, then, yeah. Yeah. So right, like a lot gonna, of people. Oh. oh, go ahead. Sorry I was going to confirm. Thirty thousand dollars for a ticket, and yeah, that is annual guest list is limited to six hundred or six hundred and fifty or seven hundred people per year. So there you go. Right, and like people that are invited, it's not based off of like who's the most famous at the time, in a sense. I mean, it is, but it's also, like, who's influential. Like, obviously, we saw, like, there are a lot of people that you will never know their name, but they were at the Met. Mm-hmm. It, like, they're chosen by specific brands, like, who they're, ambas- um, who they're ambassadors for. Like, Rosé from the K-pop girl group, Blackpink was there, but not the other girls, because she was not chosen as an ambassador to go to the Met. Oh. That's why you'll never see... Like, you see Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner, but you don't see Chloe and Courtney there. It has nothing to do with in a sense your status in a way but it does 
it has to do by who it has invited you and like are you an ambassador for a specific brand to dress a designer interesting so how does that relate to like aoc's dress because i thought it was one of the cringiest slash like most untasteful things that i've seen recently just because i think her thought may have been behind it like at the root of it but i think that was just the worst place to do it the worst way to do it and yeah yeah, i don't i think it did more uh i think it was more detrimental to like her and what she stands for than it was beneficial right so i mean in a sense a lot of people look at aoc as like she fights for the people which i believe she does i genuinely believe she is for the people like i actually don't see her as in a negative light as most politicians she is a public official so she didn't buy her ticket there's no way she bought her ticket and bought her table she was invited so she already she did not lose out on getting a ticket for thirty thousand dollars plus the x amount that a tickle ticket is worth she is a government official she would definitely had to have been invited um and had everything paid for that dress i know it was it's corny and i think that they could have represented what taxing the rich they could have definitely identified the dress in a totally different way but the designer um i believe was i want to say latina and usually smaller ethnic like brands and designers are the first to get cut from the met gala like Usually it's bigger designers. You'll hear about like, like CDG. You'll hear about Louis Vuitton. You'll hear about YSL. You'll hear about Balenciaga. Like you'll hear about all these, for example, like groups. Like I know Amber Chamberlain wore Louis Vuitton. Like of course we know what Louis Vuitton is, but there are a lot of smaller designers that get cut from the list, even if their ideas are great. Do I like the dress? No, but the designer that she supported, I believe, was a Latina. Um, designer that would have been cut if AOC did not accept her dress and also I believe that dress was sustainably made so I think without knowing the facts that dress is very corny very tacky and they could have represented the tax the rich in a a lot better way but I think the way that AOC went about it was good in the sense she supported someone that would not have had their name on the Met Gala floor without her I heard that smaller designers can't make it in often because they just don't have the spending power. So like Louis Vuitton, Mm. obviously, like, you know, basically pays for Emma's ticket and everything like that. And so she, in a way, is like sponsored. But like these smaller designers just don't have like 30K to like dish out or, you know, 20K to like throw at the celebrity to like help support getting their ticket in. Right. So I think, yeah, that's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's why I believe her title as Congresswoman came into play because it's in New York. She lives in the area and she's one of the most influential politicians of our time, for mm-hmm. sure. There's a lot of people, even if you don't agree with her, there are a lot of people that stand behind AOC for her values. That dress would never have made it on the floor without AOC. And I'm pretty sure that dress only costed $1,000 to make versus a $15,000 piece that was probably not sustainably created through like means of water Mm -hmm. like material you know transportation so i think it could have been executed a lot differently you know you could have had trickle down economics on that dress you could have quite literally made a lot more of an effort but 
yeah that's how she did it yeah Yeah. it's also i'm i'm curious to see what it's going to be like next year because it seems like i mean like everyone's saying that celebrities and uh are just jumping ship because of influencers kind of becoming like the predominant predominantly invited people you know to this thing Mm. right yeah i mean personally the met gallo was straight up a fashion nova boohoo sheen like flash sale that yeah. is my opinion. It, this was one of the worst times of creativity. And Robert, you brought up a really good point before we, I think we started is like, it was so like, like distasteful. Like it was literally like one of the worst themes you could have used for this year. Yeah. Just due to everything going on. There's a lot that could have been done creativity wise, but yes, I saw like a lot of influencers there that should not have been there because they make no social or cultural impact besides they steal dances on tiktok from actual content creators yeah i'm very opinionated about that there is no reason why i should have seen addison ray at the met gala yeah that's so fucking weird dude at least ember chamberlain has like her own coffee line like there's some there's business aspect in her i think certain influencers are are okay because i feel like emma has like kind of crossed uh, like blurred the line between influencer and celebrity in a way because of like her work with like fashion designers over the years and like Vogue and things of that sort and her impact on other things. But like people like Addison Ray, I feel like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really get, uh, I mean, of course you said that she's very influential, so that's the reason, but it's just kind of silly to invite someone who became big because they danced on TikTok and like... Like her purpose in this world... Okay, not even going to go there. I'm sorry, I'm not going to go there. Like, okay, she's best friends with Kourtney Kardashian, let's move forward. Like, there, yeah. she has no significance in, one, the fashion world. I, I'm sure you guys don't follow Vogue too far, but she did an interview with Vogue and her outfit straight up looked like you could have gone to Target, which is not a bad thing. I am not dowsing Target at all. I love Target. But like... The whole point of fashion is to be creative and she's not creative. She just wears something that's super skin tight and she has cleavage and then she moves forward with her day. Like, I think that's like so many celebrities though. I don't think a lot of celebrities have a sense of fashion. I think they're told what to wear. That's why they have a stylist. And I don't think like I, I agree with you that maybe she's not the most talented person she's successful in what she does she's influential in what she does can't deny that but i don't know it's it's tough it's hard to look at really any like celebrity and say that's a genuine person that's someone who truly wants to be in what they're wearing or truly believes what they're believing they're told by so many different outlets and they're paid by so many different people that at a certain point i feel like they're not even themselves anymore whether or not right. they seem genuine online or in an interview, like we see them in a spotlight. We don't see them in their personal lives, like in their actual, you know, normal state of mind, whether they ever feel that or they don't. I like that's something we will never know, but it's tough for me to to say like this person deserves to be there. That person doesn't deserve to be there. I think it's one of those events where we're going to see some shit every year that we just get to make fun of and like critique and say isn't how we think it should be and i think we just kind of have to like accept that it's just one of those i don't know to me it's an event where i don't even 
like before we researched it earlier, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. I thought it was just like a fashion show kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's no. a bunch of rich yeah. people going around flexing. Like yeah. I look at it face just, value. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. just like so. the lack of creativity. I think is what got a lot of people this year because there are genuine people that care about fashion. Like my friends oh, yeah. that are in the fashion industry, like their disappointment was like they could have gone. And that's the thing, too. It's, like, a lot of people that want to get into the fashion industry but don't have the monetary outlet to, like, or monetary means. They're, like, I could have done so much better, but, like, I'm just yeah. not rich, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's so I like think that it was for, disappointing. Yeah. It's like that for a lot of creators, and that's what's a downside to, I mean, the world in general. Like, if you don't have money, yeah. your time working your way up in whatever industry is going to be a lot more difficult than it is for someone who has money and i think that's something that we've all like the three of us have realized and seen and seen happen in front of us with p maybe ourselves or other people but yeah it, it's a bummer that that happens but you know i look at things like social media or you know even tiktok is i don't have a tiktok and i don't plan on getting one but like that is so influential with the younger generation with our generation like there's ways to become successful, but it just makes it harder when you don't have those means to, you know, put yourself out there as much as someone who is a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. I will like to highlight some notable outfits, though. Oh, Go off. my God. Let us talk about... I'm not gonna... Ugh, the names... Like, I just think a lot of the people that really did follow the theme really well... I really, really enjoyed, and I have a list of them. Um, Lily Reinhardt, I don't know if you guys know her. I will show you on camera. Let's see. She did every single flower, every state's oh, flower on cool. her dress. She followed the theme very well. I can't say their last name, but it's Yara Shahidi. She followed like a Marilyn Monroe theme, which is That's really sick. pretty. That she wasn't followed the Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. This, was it like, was the theme. Oh, that's gotcha. Yeah. That's like, sick. The, she followed the theme all. Sierra, okay, Sierra, I, I personally, I would never, but she did, like, the football sequence, American uh, culture. Interesting. Like, oh, interesting. Oh, shit, she's ready to go like, tackle someone on the field. Yeah, it's gaudy. It's gaudy, but it's, like, that's the, that's the met, like, the, you know? Yeah. And then we have um, Kwana Chasing Rose. She was the indigenous... Um, I just like heritage, by yeah. yeah. The the heritage, she like went on oh, theme with. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. So is she, there are some people. Is she like Native American at all? Do you know? I no, I believe she is. She um she the, like she followed her culture. She followed her okay, heritage. Gotcha. I just I was don't know just what, like, so I don't want to. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, I was just curious because I was like, mm, that might be cancel culture 101 right there if she's gone. um uh lupita she did actually two things of american culture the hairstyle is from back then and then the denim on denim is the britney spears and justin timberlake kind of vibe That's from a long a, time ago damn so she followed two it up pharrell oh, and so good. helen lasican I don't know how to say that person's last name. There were a lot of really good ones. And also, um, there was a lot of 
like contribution to like famous people I don't remember who but someone did a contribution outfit to Marsha P. Johnson yeah and they are transgender so I think that that was really beautiful and I think that um like like Elliot Page formerly known as Ellen Page just very basic black tux but the green carnation is was a symbol from Oscar Wilde about like back then where um, if you are like queer, you wore the green carnation and it was kind of like a secret thing. So Elliot Page did a contribution to that, which I thought was really, really interesting. So there are some very good ideas. There were just also some very bad ones. Yeah. Kid Cudi, shout out to Kid Cudi. He was there I don't too? Know. <laughs> what the? I don't know what he was wearing, but, but it looks that. pretty crazy. <laughs> I loved uh, Kendall Jenner's outfit. I loved it. I thought it was stunning. Kim Kardashian, <laughs> there's so many memes about it. I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know what the symbolism is for, though. I should probably look into that. Rosalia, she's queen. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, yeah. though, that the, that this event really just stemmed from being, like, a fundraiser initially. Like, I wonder how the first Met Gala looked like. If I wonder it was, how much like, money they raised. Extravagant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it... Our Lil Nas looked amazing. Oh, my gosh. Billie Eilish. I didn't even talk about it. Billie Eilish looked amazing like stunning during the met there are some people that like the people that take it up a notch but i believe the 2018 or 2019 met gala was my favorite it was like the one where they did like the roman ish kind of oh gosh i don't want to say roman it's not roman like i don't why do i want to say it was like a religious kind of no it was the year that rihanna wore the pope's hat oh gosh i don't remember what it's called the rena was it renaissance i don't know but it was very good it was probably the best mm-hmm. thing that they've ever had it was amazing okay i'm done i love fashion so <laughs> i don't know who will welch is but his tuxedo is fucking sick right like there are so many people that you didn't see on like the met gala feeds or anything yeah. just because they weren't like a-list celebrities or like a-list influencers i guess you should say but there are so many people that truly hit it on the nail with the mm-hmm. theme. And they should have had way more recognition than some people because of their yeah. designer. And a lot of How designers... Guys... Oh. Go ahead. I was going to say a lot of designers, small designers, deserve more recognition this year. Yeah, true. I was going to ask, how would you guys pose at the Met Gala? Oh, fuck, dude. I <laughs> feel like I'd look I so just... awkward. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on the outfit, right? That's true. Yeah. I think I'd literally probably just spend the money on like a posing coach beforehand. So I wasn't just, <laughs> I think there's a video of like a uh, little baby just standing awkwardly as someone else is getting interviewed and like, <laughs> like, like not knowing what to do with his hands. So he's like <laughs> pulling out his, I don't know. Dude. Ah, oh, fuck. That he's would suck, so man. funny. I don't, yeah. think I, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably freak out. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here with myself. It'd be a lot of I bad pose? photos of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry, we're not A-listers. We're yeah. B-listers. Yeah. Dude, we're like... What Z-listers? letter would you be? Z-listers? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have... We have a... What do we have? A micro... We're micro-influencers because we have like over 100 followers or something. What is the term? Uh, okay. Macro? I don't know. Micro. Dang, is that what a... Wait, crazy. Antonio. Yes. How do you feel about Travis Scott having another baby coming? It's probably going to be just as cute as Stormy, and I'm so excited to see their baby pictures. I hope it's a boy. I do too. I hope it's a boy. Like, I'm so... When they posted that video, I kind of started crying a little bit. I'm so excited. 
The first one they posted for Stormy was so cute, and then this one was just as cute. Dude, Stormy is a hella cute baby. Like, I. No, no, no. I love keeping up with the Kardashians. Go on. I do. I love Kim Kardashian. I love Kim Kardashian. I think she. I knew that about you. Oh my gosh. I. She is my favorite because I idolize the fact that she. Okay. She's done some very controversial things, but she is a businesswoman first and foremost. And she's a mom. And she's trying to go into law. There's a lot of things money can buy you, and I think she utilizes them for the right reasons. Like, they have a lot of freaking money. Like, I think, I guess we don't know what she donates to and whatnot, and I'm sure she is a charitable person, considering all the things that I've probably heard and read about her. Mm. Um, But also, like, I think that she is so rich, and but, like, I think she deserves a lot of it because she is a very intelligent businesswoman. The way that she mm-hmm. puts her money and invests it, I think is very admirable. And a lot of people wouldn't agree, but that's why she's a fucking billionaire. So, <laughs> and props to Chris Jenner too, of course. But like she's very good at trading off her companies for better ones, for sure. True. I bet her stock portfolio is fucking insane. I love Kim Kardashian. Anyway, I love the Kardashians, <laughs> and I'm so excited that Kylie and um Travis Scott are having another baby. Yeah, it's gonna be a cute ass baby. I thought they like divorced or something, or they were like breaking up or some shit. I'm sure they already broke up like seven times, but this is Hollywood, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Also, (laughs) (laughs) how do you guys feel about uh, Tom Holland as Spider Man? Rank your rank your Spider Man. So Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Okay. The rest don't matter. The rest do not matter. Because I hate Tom Holland so much as Spider-Man. But he's dating Zendaya. That's so weird, dude. And to me, like, she's ethereal. Like, she does not... There's no one good enough for her. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you on this, Robert. I don't like this guy as Spider-Man either. Mm. I'd rather take the animated... The animated... The animated... I was gonna say... (laughs) Animated. <laughs> I'd rather Not take on the pod. animated uh, Spider-Man over Tom Holland Spider-Man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like Spider-Man Back to the Spider-Verse, I think it was. Yeah. Where like Sunflower guess... was the one of the main songs. Oh, that. dude, yeah. That was a good but... Spider-Man. I liked it. Dude, it was so rad. No, I, I really enjoyed it. But I think, yeah, I think Tom Holland is like a good casting, but also not a good. It's a weird, a weird thing. He's very plain, I think. Yeah. He just doesn't like have Spider-Man's, that, like, yeah. heroic vibe. But neither did Andrew... Ugh, I don't know. I was watching, like, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans, and the writing is just so bad and <laughs> so cheesy. But I think that he's, like, above Tom Holland. Low-key. Hot take. I haven't I watched... I haven't watched either Andrew Garfield's or Tom Holland's, to be honest mm. with you, so... The CGI Sorry, in the Andrew Garfield ones is sick. So don't watch it for anything else but just the, the fight scenes. Thank you. <laughs> but I will keep that information in my back pocket. Thank you. <laughs> Antonio, what were you going to say? Um, I don't know what I'm saying half the time, right. so I don't remember what I was going to say two minutes ago. <laughs> Damn. Well, what else? What else? What else? What mm. are we... What time are we hitting here? 47 minutes. Damn, that flew by. 
Yeah, I don't know if there's a like a closing question that you guys have in mind. I can't I'm really. I'm trying like, to think. What else has been going on in the world? Um, booster shots. That was. Oh. That was talked about. They're coming well, at the end of October for us, right, or something like that. They're for already us, available for. You. for yeah. Not for me. True. God. But, but I'm for sure I, getting that shit. I'm getting all the I'm glad that more people are getting on. vaccinated. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it really sucks that we're still in the state. In South Korea right now, you technically don't have to be vaccinated, but if you are, you have to put your vaccination information into a QR code and scan in everywhere. And if you don't, you have to sign in a piece of paper or call like a local station so they have record of who was in and out of their restaurant or like place of work or whatever. Damn. Wow. It's pretty serious here, but everyone here wears a mask. Like it's not an issue at all. Cause that was a norm before, right? For people to wear masks fairly. Especially during often. flu season. Yeah. yeah. But it just sucks because the lack of vaccinations here is just so awful. Like I think that it's really hard for people to really get a vaccination. Yeah. And then vaccines were donated to South korea but they were expired so a ton of people got oh. expired vaccines oh shit yeah <clears throat> i heard india's that, getting hit yeah. super hard right and it sucks because like we bought out all the vaccines which is good so our people can get vaccinated but like when we're throwing away hundreds and thousands of vaccines like that could have gone to people in india or like vietnam vietnam's doing so bad right now or even south korea like makes you think you know yeah, so many are wasted on us, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Those people I that are so adamant about not getting vaccines are probably gonna stay that way for a long time, even with like prominent leaders in those circles like dying from COVID uh, due right. to not getting vaccinated. Like these right. people just don't care, and they will continue to not be vaccinated. I will say, recently I had two friends that hadn't gotten the vaccine. Yeah, weren't planning on getting it ended mm. up getting it both of them so oh shots out to them. Good for them dude hell yeah shout out to them i respect nah. them yeah major Sorry, respect honestly to those that have like been very far right about this topic and have like gone and gotten vaccinated you know, know what's funny is i was i feel like i've said you know it's funny like multiple <laughs> times on we, we each have like our own little phrases that we just repeat yeah. over and over and over again so i guess okay. you know what's funny is gonna be my new one but <laughs> You know, it's funny is I was listening to a uh, podcast earlier today mm. and the topic of vaccines came up and they were saying that they on the podcast, one of the hosts felt like the anti-vax sort of mindset yeah. isn't really as right leaning as it may seem. It's more mm. like you have the anti-vax people who are hearing it from like political leaders and then you have people who are on the complete opposite end that think the government's trying to kill them or like chip oh. them and stuff like that. So it's like interesting. Yeah. Huh. Typically I would be like it's pretty, you know, right wing, like yeah. super conservative, like QAnon stuff. I don't know if they're QAnon, but you know what but I mean. Really it's so, just people who like yeah. don't trust the government. Which is exactly you know, somewhat fair. No yeah. true. I understand that. Yeah. I get that. Doesn't make it but, as like diabolical but those right-wing people <laughs> who are against it diabolical. well i mean at the same time it's like i don't trust the government at all yeah but also like at what point is some 
like I would do a lot for things to go back to how they were. Yeah. Like not seeing people's mouths move is like the weirdest thing. Dude, like, it throws me off sometimes when they're like when I'm in a busy space and I'm like talking to the clerk or like the barista and I'm ordering and then I hear like noise off to the side. Sometimes I won't even know that the person is like like asking me questions because I'll think it's like someone else because they can't see their mouth moving. And then I just sit there and I stand there and I stare at them and I'm wondering why they're not speaking. <laughs> and then I realize, and then it's a very awkward situation. But so that's a little tangent. <laughs> but I think here in South Korea, I'm, I always say that I'm in South Korea as if no one fucking knows I'm in South Korea here where I am at. Wait, where um, are you at? I'm in Suyudong, South Korea. Um, okay. I didn't know. I, um, we just got a, like an announcement that in October they're going to start decreasing the restrictions Right now, um, restaurants close at 10 unless it's like takeout, like delivery only. And you can only hang out in groups of two after um, 8 p.m. or 6 p.m. Like you can only go into restaurants in groups of two. Yeah. And so they changed it last weekend where you can do a group of six and four people have to be vaccinated within that group. And I think they're going to slowly start like no mask type of vibes by October, by the end of October. So I will let you guys know, but as of now, it looks like South Korea, they're fucking over it. Like, they're so over it. Damn, that's crazy. Because they thrive off of nightlife here. Mm -hmm. Like, restaurants are open to like 2 a.m. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't get off to like 9.30. And like, it's fine though, because that's like how I live here. Yeah. But like, when restaurants close so early, like, it sucks. I mean, I cook, but like for some people that don't cook. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. They're going quicker than we are in terms of lifting restrictions. And you guys have less vaccinated, right? Over there. Mm, We do. But again, our population is the size of California. So. Uh, Okay. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Anything else, guys? I'm good. I missed you guys. I know. I missed missed you you guys. guys It's been so weird not talking to you guys. Yeah. Um, Next week. My concert is finally here. I've talked about it a bunch of times on the pod. Karingbin. I'm going to cry at that concert. Hell yeah. So Please send us a video of you crying. I will 100% send you guys a video. Um, I don't know if we're planning on doing an episode next week, but I will possibly not make it if you guys mm. are recording. So I know all my stands will miss me. I'll miss you guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, we should... Yeah, I mean, if we can't, we can't. I feel like every two weeks has been better for us since. Yeah. 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 There were some. Okay. That there were some talks of some other stuff, maybe to fill those every two weeks, but we'll figure it out. We're good. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll go on Kaylin's adventures and just talk in the microphone <laughs> oh, about yeah. my week. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode, and we will see you maybe next week or <laughs> the week after that for sure. <laughs> All right. We hope you have a great rest of the week and see you later. Sayonara. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in this week and checking out episode 20. Follow us on Instagram at stumblingthroughpod for updates. If you like the intro and outro music, that's made by our good friend B. Their handle is Young Rocksh on soundcloud and instagram that's spelled y-o-u-n-g-r-a-k-h-s-h so please go show them some love Uh, they make some super rad stuff with that we hope you have a beautiful rest of the week 
and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Fuck the fuck by the boxes.